0: You're listening to the Conversational Selling Podcast with Nancy Calabrese.
1: Hi, it's Nancy Calabrese, and this is Conversational Selling. It's the podcast where sales leaders and business experts share what's going on in sales and marketing today. And as I always start off with, it does begin with that human conversation. Joining us today is Eric Lohr's. Who is known as the Bruce Lee of revenue generation and is the creator of Revenue Kung Fu, he partners with entrepreneurs, experts, consultants, and coaches to scale their business and create more profit and fulfillment by accessing their higher mind and then leveraging that to redevelop their brand positioning and go-to market activities. Well, folks, you are definitely in for a treat. Put your seatbelts on because Eric is such an interesting guy. Welcome to the show.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: Totally excited. Eric and I were introduced recently, and in our first call, I was uh, taken, if you would. Um, and, And I don't know if you remember this, but when we first spoke, you had asked me a question about what some of uh, what what are some of the issues at Oaks? And uh you immediately picked up these like psychic vibes and made some great suggestions. So uh, tell us all, how does that happen?
2: Well, um so and as we discussed when when you and I first spoke, um I was, I guess, psychic or kind of psychic as a kid. Um, you know, I saw stuff that, you know, other people didn't see, um, uh, some, some, and when you're a little kid like that, things, you know, when you, when you see things that other people don't see and, and whatever, and and I my brother had a penchant for watching horror movies, so I started to associate a lot of the stuff with, (laughs) stuff that terrified me. Um, and, you know, um, so... You know, but I, I picked up that there was more to this world than, than meets the eye. And um, uh, some around about the age of six or something, I had a a real big scare, I guess you could say. And um, as a uh, like a master psychic, because I went talk years later, I talked to a psychic, and they were, they told me they they were looking at my aura or whatever they were doing, and they said, yeah, I can see you. You pretty much closed the door. You know, whatever that door was, there's. you can actually, I guess, scare yourself enough or, you know, your your brain can go into enough overdrive that it says, OK, enough of this and blam, the door closes. But to that point, it never closes completely. So even over the years, I've picked up things here and there, um, you know, just like an energy or a, you know, I've been able to pick up energy from people I've been able to pick up. You know, people would ask a question and somebody else, and all of a sudden the answer would pop into my head, um, you know, or, or just all sorts of, you know, little, little things, but not nearly as much as it used to. Um, but, you know, so, so now what that's done is because I had that as, as a child, you know, even growing up in, in conditions where people... We're always like, you know, everything's about working hard and everything's about effort and everything's about blah, blah, blah. And you got to deal with the real world and face reality. And, and there was always this little voice in my head saying, when people are saying face reality, they don't really know what they're talking about. You know, <laughs> because mm-hmm. what they're doing is they're saying, look at what's physically manifested and ignore everything that came before it or everything that's around it. So, you know, it's always just been sort of a it's been there in my life the whole time.
1: Wow. Um- That scared you uh, amazingly in the early days, for sure, until you really understood it.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow. So, you know, my next question is what sets you apart, but you you already said something that sets you apart. I'm curious how this has helped you in your business today and helped your clients.
2: So, a great question. Um. So early on, you know, coming out of college, I uh, you know, I had a, a bunch of dreams. I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to be a screenwriter. I wanted to open my own dojo. Um, I ended up doing uh, 10 years in corporate America, coming out and being a management consultant. And then that flowed into me being a business coach starting around 2005. And. When I would work with people way back then, and then, you know, when I first developed like the guru selling system, um, I was, I didn't realize it, but I was always trying to empower people. See, I had been, I had always had this inkling towards self-improvement, I guess, starting, you know, my early 20s. And when you get into self-development, self-improvement, you start getting introduced to the subconscious mind, which is why I ended up studying neuro-linguistic programming, getting master practitioner and that studying Silva, mind control, and other, other processes and uh, such. Um, so I was always trying to get to the subconscious mind, right? Because, you know, that was always my thing. Actually, even back in high school, I was interested in that. And eventually, I, so I came into business, and when I was doing business coaching, I was like, oh, okay, subconscious mind, you, you improve yourself with subconscious mind. And then at some point, I realized, you know, like, I was trying to access my subconscious mind to help people and now looking back 15 years ago i realized i was really getting back connected to that more you know psychic self or because and the interesting thing is when you say psychic it automatically pigeonholes it into like you know somebody who can you know tell the future or can you know speak to spirits or something but really okay. it's about if you take spiritual if you take subconscious or it's actually superconscious with a deep subconscious um, spiritual, psychic, you know, uh, faith, um, any of that stuff that's outside of the physical body, it's really all the same thing. It's just which, which aspect of it am I, am I going to access right now? Mm -hmm. And so when I was working at a subconscious level with people, um, I was really getting back into that energy. I just didn't realize because I was like, well, this is Clinical stuff, and I understand. And if I ask them this language pattern, I'm going to elicit that kind of response, and blah, blah, blah. blah. But my brain was going into higher levels, you know, to those higher levels of of thinking and and, and accessing thought and whatever. But you don't think about it, you don't look at it that way because somebody taught me from a course or a textbook. So it must be okay, you know, (laughs) as opposed to that you just naturally did when you were a child. Um, so it it came in, in that fashion, it originally came in me saying, it's okay for me to do this because it's NLP or something. But in actuality, it was literally just me doing a a big metaphysical U-turn, you know, years later without realizing it. Wow.
1: Yeah. So, okay. You have a couple of cool names. You're Bruce Lee, um, Revenue Kung Fu. I think you're also known as the dragon. So let's let's let everybody know what that is all about.
2: Um, Okay. Well, uh, so, so Bruce Lee, so three different questions there. So real quick, Bruce Lee came from a client who about 10 years ago, I was doing a session with him and I kept quoting Bruce Lee to him to keep him from throwing him, putting himself in a box. And at the end of the, or near the end of the call, he said, you're like a Bruce Lee of sales. And I remember hearing that hearing that come out of his mouth, and I said, "Wow, that's a great moniker." And I sat on it for a year because I was terrified because I said, "That's you got to be able to really live up to that." Uh, ultimately, I started using that. That became that morphed into when I created subconscious lead generation. That became the Bruce Lee of subcon- sales and, and lead generation. And then when I created the peerless positioning system. I was the Bruce Lee of sales and lead generation and positioning. And at that point, this, this is getting ridiculous. There's more ampersands than letters in this thing. Um, <laughs> so I decided to make it. I said, okay, well, what is it overall that I do? And it was revenue generation. So that's how I became the Bruce Lee of, of revenue generation. So part evolution, part, but all born from an, uh, a statement out of my client's mouth. Um, <clears throat> revenue Kung Fu is what I do now um so i would so just like bruce lee was always evolving um he even he had multiple systems that he taught people because ultimately he was evolving his his system over over the span of his life um so i started with guru selling i evolved to lead generation i evolved to peerless positioning eventually i moved into brand and then that led me to um you know, saying what comes before the brand, well, that's the founder, what comes before the founder, their mindset, what comes before that, their beingness. So kind of going up level. So now when I look at what I do, see, I can help people all the way from their their beingness, their mindset. And then how do you turn that into a brand? And how do you turn that into your target market? And how do you turn that into your positioning? And how do you make that into into your go-to-market strategy? And how do you create sales from that? So I go up and down, you know, from the from the one one millimeter level to the one million you know mile level, um, <clears throat> and it's it's really a journey, you know, that I've gone on, and ultimately that everybody, you know, that I want to work with goes on, which is mm-hmm. that journey from where you are to to your highest self, so that you can really create the business and the life, the lifestyle, the meaning, the the giving back that you desire. And Kung Fu, and the, and the reason I chose the word Kung Fu, aside from it, you know, the rhyming with revenue, um, is that in in Mandarin, Kung Fu doesn't mean kicking kicking people's butts. It actually means skill acquired through perseverance. So <clears throat> a great piano player, that's their Kung Fu. A great parent, that's their Kung Fu. Somebody who devotes themselves to something in the physical world So that they can elevate themselves to a a higher standard in the spiritual world, because that's why the monks created Kung Fu. They actually studied martial arts so that they could be more physically fit so they could meditate longer without falling asleep so they could reach higher levels of of enlightenment. So that physical act in the world that you devote yourself to, whatever it is, is actually meant to be balanced by the growth of your of your spiritual self. So the people I work with revenue generation is their Kung Fu and that's what I'm helping them with ultimately on this journey. And the last part of your question, <laughs> the dragon the, um, dragon, the dragon, that, that's not a nickname, but that is a name I, it's a word I throw out there or an understanding. So dragon is what I call that higher, that highest part of yourself that you aspire to. Um, those moments when you forget who you are, what you're responsible for, what's your next meet, when your next meeting is, who you're supposed to be, where you're supposed to be, what you're supposed to do, and you have those moments when you, when you allow yourself to, almost like you're, almost like something outside of you takes you and you, 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 you say, you know, I could have this kind of life, I could be doing these kind of things, I could, if I didn't have. You know, like when I let go for a moment, I allow myself that moment to forget everything that I'm responsible for. All of a sudden, the enormity of my potential comes to me, and those are the mm-hmm. moments that you touch your dragon, and your dragon's like, "Yes, I'm here. Pay attention to me, because this is we're here to manifest me through you." Um, so that's that starting level, or that that ultimate level that I want to help my clients get to, because when you can. Come from that space, the business, the businesses that you can create, the lives that you can impact, the world that you can make, the experience that you can have, the lifestyle that you can experience, the passion, the joy, the meaning, the depth, you're already like connected to it. And so it flows naturally. Um, mm-hmm. It's what everybody really says. It's what everybody says they want, that doesn't believe they can get. And that's what I, what I'm aspiring to help my clients become.
1: Wow, so how long does a process like this take?
2: <clears throat> it, well, I mean it can go it, it all depends on the person, right? Um, so if somebody is really you know at, at the bottom rung, but they're wholeheartedly committed, you know, then it might take a long you know it might take a long time, but if they're committed, they don't give up and and so it'll seem to accelerate their life faster for them somebody can be very close to, to that dragon level, even kind of already working at a, at, a, at a lower level of it. And so it just seems like a natural progression. Um, it's really how quickly we can let go of what the brain, the the regurgitive subconscious brain trying to get us back into our programming, the faster we can let go of that and the faster we can accept that we already have greatness inside of us. And I know everybody's heard that right. a million times and they're like, Oh, that's BS. It's not, it's truth. And the faster or, or the more willing you are to surrender to that, the faster you're going to get there. And so it's really learning that skill of, of letting go of your limitation, your limited right. brain and embracing your dragon mind and your, your higher self. Um, however long that takes.
1: Yeah. Wow. So, so, um, when you refer get, to getting untrapped in your business, is that what you're referring to?
2: When I was referring to what, I, I
1: missed that. Um, I I read somewhere that you you help people get untrapped in your business. <clears throat> right. And so, is that what you just described? Right. Learning you, to let go and focus on the dragon.
2: Right, because when you're in your business on a day-to-day basis. So our our lives run ninety nine percent subconsciously, and the subconscious is like a is basically a tape player or a recording system, and it just play. And so when you say it seems like I have the same day over and over again, because you get out of bed the same way at the same time. And you have the same breakfast, and you take the same route to work, and you wear the same clothes, and talk to the same people about the same subjects, and deal with the same clients and the same issues, and the same, 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 same. We are we put ourselves into this environment that forces the 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 brain's easiest way to to deal with this is to run the program, and so we go into our business and we say, you know, I feel like I'm stuck, right? Because last year we made. I don't know, eight hundred and sixty thousand dollars. And the year before that we made eight hundred and sixty thousand dollars. We're on track to make eight hundred <clears throat> and sixty thousand dollars. Why is that happening? And it's because right. we're running the program. We're stuck in the we're stuck in the subconscious mind running our program. And right. we're not accessing the sub the superconscious, you know, that that higher self those aspirations of you know what if I change something because as soon as you as soon as the thought of what if I change something could be even a small thing comes along the first thing the subconscious mind does is scream no 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 better the devil we know than the devil we don't and so we go right back to this thing here's this business I'm not really happy with it but it's better than you know this you know, this horrible outcome that I imagine that my that my subconscious imagined for me would happen if I did this other thing. You know. Right. Because your subconscious isn't gonna paint rosy pictures for you. It's gonna be like right. if, wow. if it's like your mother. It's like if you don't listen to me, this is what's gonna
1: happen. Right, right, right. <laughs> oh my God. This is cool stuff. So oh. Share something that's true that almost nobody agrees with you
2: on. Oh, do you have five years? Um, let's
1: see. <laughs> yeah. well, well, you could come back. You can I come back. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll be I'll be your show for the next three years. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: But one of the things early on, and actually the Bruce Lee of, of sales started this whole thing. Um. Is the uh, is the idea that, that elevator pitches don't work, um, and and this is how I kind of made a a, a, a a contrarian name for myself early on. So you got to imagine getting into an elevator, and you know you're a person in the U.S. Somebody you make a mistake of asking somebody else what they do, and they're like, oh, I have you trapped for thirty seconds, and they do verbal diarrhea on you, and there's this belief that. If I can say enough stuff in that 30 seconds, you'll go from you don't know me to we have to we have to talk. You know, I want to buy what you sell. That that never happens um, because unless the person right before they got in the elevator was talking to their assistant on the phone and said, we have to find a new lighting company to, you know, to help us develop a lighting system for the new factory. And you happen to get on the elevator with a guy who says, oh yes, I work for ABC lighting company and we specialize with the world's leader in lighting factories across the world with these kind of high caliber bulbs and blah, 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 blah. Unless that happens, the elevator pitch doesn't create a a good outcome. It actually creates an outcome where the subconscious, again, the subconscious is, you know, it's, it's your defense mechanism. The subconscious asks the question, what do you do for a living? And it's, ex- and it's hoping you will say something like, I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a shoe salesman, something where it can say, oh, I know what that is, and it can lock you into a box instantly. If right. you start doing verbal diarrhea on, on the person, the subconscious mind instantly puts up a wall and so you think you're giving information, and that that's this person's receiving it. What's actually happening is you're making noise, and they're being patient. Um, and that's you know, so you're not really making you're, you're because the mind is in that is in that pattern of you know too much too fast. You overloaded my system. I I'm just going to defend against you until until the elevator door is open. Right. So instead, what I tell people is. <clears throat> If you simply have a moniker that creates curiosity and sets context, then, for example, the the Bruce Lee of revenue generation. So if I get into an elevator, and somebody says, Eric, what do you do for a living? And I say the Bruce Lee of revenue generation, and I leave it at that. And that person understands what revenue generation is. See, if they're a mother of three and they don't care about revenue generation, they'll be like, oh, that sounds cool. And that's fine, you know, because they're, they're not a target market. But if right. they're you know, uh, a, a speaker, or, you know, or you know, a, a specialist, an entrepreneur, a founder, somebody in my target market, they're going to hear that. And they're going to say their brain, since it can't quantify, it, quantify and qualify it instantly, the subconscious is going to go, OK, that's gnawing at me now. I need to know more because so I, I have to stick this guy in a box somewhere in, in, up in here, ask him this, <clears throat> what does that mean or how does that work? Or that's cool. Tell me, you know, explain. Huh? What? You know, and instantly the subconscious, the con- the, the brain actually starts kicking on the conscious mind because it says now we need to intake information. So now instead of being a, on defense, I've actually opened the floodgates for you because I'm going to keep them open as long as I need to in order for you to give me what I require in order for me to then quantify and qualify you so I can finally stick you in a box. And, yep. if you, and if you do it right and you have a story behind it, then instead of getting 30 seconds, you get 10 minutes that then flows into the, yeah, we really have to work together somehow kind of thing. As opposed to the verbal diarrhea, here's my card, great, And getting off the elevator and saying, I hope to God I never (laughs) see this person again in my life. Right,
1: right. So curiosity, right? Keeps them talking, Mm -hmm. keeps them interested. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I love it. And, you know, finally, because we're running out of time and I don't want it to end, but um, what's your top tip? What do you want to share with the audience?
2: I mean, at this point in time, Ultimately, what I want everybody to know, and if I work with them, great. And if I don't work with them, great. I would like everybody in the world to understand that regardless of where you are, where you've come from, what limitations or handicaps or boundaries or whatever you think you have around you physically or 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 in your body physically, et cetera, um, <clears throat> within you and all around you is the dragon or your higher self or this greatness, this true potential that if you could tap into that, if you tapped into that on a daily basis and you lived your life from that space Mm -hmm. and if, if, if everybody did this, the world would be such a different place. The problems we have today would disappear and humanity we'd actually be the people we want to be having the experiences we want to have. And everything would actually be so much better. So let your, give yourself permission to be that person, regardless of what anybody else does. Even if you say I'm the only person trying to reach this highest, highest level of myself surrounded by millions of people who don't, who cares? Just do it. anyway. That's the whole thing. Because if you do it somewhere, somehow, you will touch the life of another person who will then do it and so on and so on and so on. And that's what I'd really like everybody to know. You have that potential to have the great business right now, the great lifestyle right now, the great meaning, the great impact. You have it right now. Just give yourself permission to access that part of you and to come from that part and watch everything change.
1: Oh my God. So, Hey, everyone out there, take advantage of, uh, Eric's unique approach to getting everyone to where they want to be. I think it's awesome. Eric, how can my audience find you?
2: Well, they can go to my website, which is uh www.ericlures, So that's E-R-I-K-L-U-H-R-S dot com. They can also find me on LinkedIn, E-R-I-K last name L-U-H-R-S. Um, I'm the only Bruce Lee of Revenue Generation on there, so it's pretty easy to find me. If you have to type that into the search box, go ahead. I'm on okay. Facebook. You can look me up there. I'm on Instagram. You can look me up there. So multiple places to, to find me.
1: Awesome. Uh, well, we're going to stay in front of you. I really enjoyed this. And uh, as I said earlier, I mean, I have so many other questions, so I hope you'll come back and join us. And to everyone out there, take your notes, think about what Eric has to share, pick up the phone, and or text them. get in front of this guy. I think it will really make a huge difference in your businesses and or your roles. Happy hunting, everyone.
0: The Conversational Selling Podcast is sponsored by One-of-A-Kind Sales. If you're frustrated that you don't have enough leads or your sales team complains that they just don't have enough time to prospect, we can help. To work with Nancy and her team one-on-one to help you manage your sales team, install her proven outbound sales process, and create more bottom-line results, email her now at nancy at oneofakindsales.com. To learn more about Nancy and her outbound sales secrets, grab your free copy of her book, the inside sales solution at oneofakindsales.com slash book